International. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. As cuddly as a cactus, you're as charming as an eel, Mr. Green. Yeah, that's the one. Jingling, jingling, jingling. It's not like a bubbler. <laughs> awesome. Merry Christmas. You're listening to Avery and Adam's Christmas Committee, the podcast. The Merry Christmas podcast. Merry the Christmas. The Happy Holidays po- jing, jing, podcast. Jing, 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 the light that Yule log up and smoke that fat boy <laughs> podcast. Smoke that fat boy. Yeah, yeah, you'll smoke your... You, you take, take a Yule log, log and you light and you one end of it and you smoke that. it like a big old doobie. Just a chunky boy. <laughs> big old hog. Big old honker. Hog like the one that killed Robert Baratheon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a honker. It's a honker. Beep, beep. <laughs> Uh, we, as always, have a guest, and today our guest is Justin Hicks. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Hey, Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome Appreciate to it. the Thanks committee. Thanks for being on. This is so fun. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. uh, last time we were all in a room together, it was at Cap City for uh, Martha for Kelly's. For Martha Kelly. Uh, so much fun. Amazing show. She was great. And was great. I, I showed up what I thought was 15 minutes early, and I sat at the bar, and there was nobody there. And I was like, <laughs> I guess everyone's already in the showroom. Nobody wants to hang out hey, You had out a cool here. shirt on, man. You had a cool right. summer I shirt on. I did have a cool shirt on. Yeah. I was all alone with my cool shirts and Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you revealed then, to me that you didn't know that the show Yeah. And then everyone was like, and then you, ra- uh, Avery, you ran out. You were like, come inside, come in, come in. And I'm yeah. like, okay. I was like, just come sit with me. And then I just sat out next to Lisa for like another five minutes. And she was probably like, why isn't he going in? And I'm like, I guess I'll go in eventually. I mean, we got another 10 minutes till the show starts, but all right. <laughs> and then I walk in and you're on, Justin, you're on stage in your yeah. guest sets. Yeah, they start. I'm like, wow, I miscalculated. They start half an hour earlier now on Fridays and Saturdays. 7.30, yeah. You, you, and. Man, that that's fucked some people up. Mm-hmm. Murph Dog was almost late one it's time. Impacted some lives. It's yeah, impacted it's, some it's, lives. it's impacted some lives. Just <laughs> not yeah, really doing. Wow. Andrew Murphy in a real bad standing with Cap City right now. <laughs> <laughs> some, some ripples. To the they they no. honestly like didn't really do like a big announcement about changing their hours. Yeah, which like for comedians is pretty important. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're not known for being the most punctual. Punctual people. people. I know what you're saying. Like like I show up to shows an hour. Hour before because I'm a freak and I love to. Well, that's that's like a recurring dream. That's like a recurring nightmare of like being called on stage and not being there. Uh huh. But they're never concerned about like the whatever uh, 75 comedians that are like fielding their emails. They're always concerned about their customers, and their customers (laughs) are all people who are like, "What are we doing on Friday? Why don't we see a comedy?" And then they eight o'clock. What's the and then like and then they early ones like an older and then they don't go to Cap City's website. They Google comedy club. Austin and they find <laughs> Cap City at the top. So they're not concerned with like updating like a, a n- avid and uh, attentive listener base or whatever. Except for the, the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, it's the Warriors, yeah. The, the Tuesday night shows are the only ones they have. Like, their only regular audiences at Cap are on Tuesday nights. That's really it. Oh, the Warriors. But they still have, like, but they're like, still, obviously the club still fills out every single yeah. fucking night. <laughs> yeah. No, no. The only in, the only inconvenience there is that like some people legit don't know. Yeah. That they've, <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> so what happens when nobody is there to go on stage and it's 7:35? It, hap- it happened. I think on, it's whoever's. It there. happened on Friday. Really I was the feature, and I just went up and did my 25. And then um, when Roxy got there, she went on. Oh man. Yeah, she was devastated, and I was like, Chandy, you have to tell her that it's not her fault. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell her. Yeah. <laughs> she, she hadn't worked there in like a couple of years. That's kind of the benefit though of like just going to shows. Cause, yeah. Like, I remember once I forget who it was, but like, I, I was just hanging out. Like the feature was running late, and they're like, I was like, this Chandy's like this close, but hey, like you might be featured, and yeah. I, no one shows up. It's like yeah. I'm always ready. for Oh, that. dude, I love that. <laughs> I live Thank for you, that. Jim. Yeah. I love, <laughs> I love stealing opportunities. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if that ever happened to me i would like oh i i know i should take it but i would i know part of my brain would be like oh no i don't want to be a bother <laughs> i would just like turn it down i would just like politeness like oh, i didn't mean like, i didn't mean to come in and try to push myself on your show <laughs> that's like a star no we need somebody yeah. <laughs> please oh, no, don't worry step about me. up to the plate <laughs> oh i'll be fine don't worry <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool. yeah it'd be cool about like oh yeah i know a couple of jokes man i could probably put something <laughs> I whip something up i don't have a quick. set in my wallet at all I times probably, i could yeah. probably string together a quip i I think I know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we like to start the show off uh, after uh, just blathering for a couple of minutes with uh, uh, asking the guests to share a wonderful Christmas memory. Yeah. Justin, do you have a Christmas memory? Man, I have an interesting memory. Sometimes I, uh, they're not wonderful. <laughs> this they're, all, one, they're all kind of wonderful. Yeah. I think this is a, a fun one, but like, in the moment, it wasn't fun. So, like, I was... Uh, I grew up in the... Never had a memory like that. (laughs) (laughs) So I grew up in a little town. Uh, We had these neighbors that lived like right across the way. Um, Ed and Gwen, they're our neighbors. And they were like, you know, like we were a family. We had like, I was like probably five. My sister's nine. And my parents were like a young family, but they were like young couple, like freshly Mm -hmm. married, probably like late 20s. They had cool parties, so... It was uh, Christmas time. They were having a Christmas party. They had all their friends over. There was booze going around, just lots of fun. And like my, my mom was working. She worked retail, so she was at work. My dad wanted to like pop through to say hello. Mm-hmm. So he had to bring us. He couldn't just leave us at the house because we were so young. So he brings us to this party. And like my thing is my mom never like – she never like made us like sugary stuff. She didn't want some yeah. sugar. So. You know, I go to this party. They had all these Christmas sugar cookies. Christmas party shit, Ooh, dude. Are you getting me good? There you go. You yeah. good now? Okay. So we go to this party. They have all these sugar treats. cookies. Like sweets treats I never had. So I go nuts. <laughs> I have a bunch of sugar. It's like the little sugar cookies that have like artificial flavor on top of uh-huh. it. Like they're red and green yeah. and the worst for children. And I eat a ton of these cookies. My dad doesn't see that. So we get to the end of the night. And it's one of those parties where like everyone comes in and takes off their shoes. So you just have like a line of shoes yeah. at the door. You have a bunch of shoes at the door. Classic, yeah. Hate Classic those party. parties. <laughs> Classic Christmas party. You don't want to track leave snow. that party. Yeah. <laughs> My shoes are staying bunch on. Bunch of dude. sneaks at the door. So I get in, you know, I'm eating all these cookies all night. No one sees me. We're about to leave. And I feel sick. And I have to puke. So I puke. Trying to run toward the door, but I puke all over the shoes. Oh I get a little God. bit of vomit on everyone's shoes. <laughs> oh my! Right? God. So this like little dude, like Murphy's like Law, throws <laughs> up into like, other people's <laughs> shoes. It uh, creates this me, like me, <laughs> like pandemonium. Yeah. Oh no! Watch me puke over everyone's shoes. <laughs> oh no! Everyone sees it. Oh, you know, no. it creates this problem because like there's snow outside, yeah. so like, we need shoes. We oh gotta put our feet in shoes somehow. Snow? 
So we had to like oh, figure out no. how to clean out these shoes. So yeah, it was a little like catastrophe. Yeah. And, but like, for me, like as a kid, I just remember like doing it, but I didn't have to deal with any social consequences. Yeah. You know, my dad, I'm sure. Yeah, that was like, your family. This guy you. bought a fucking child. Yeah. Was there, was there one <laughs> shitty guy at the party who refused to take his shoes off and he was just like, yeah, and he's the winner. Thought. Yeah. yeah, Chad, Chad the <laughs> asshole. See what happens. Chad, Chad who smoked cigarettes inside. <laughs> yeah. you know. uh, Tim his Heidecker's character and I think you should leave. Like, like, yeah, nice. See what happens? I entrust my shoes to somebody else. <laughs> nice and toasty in the snow. Random children just throw up in them. Man. Holy dang. <laughs> so yeah, that was a, that's a vivid <laughs> That's pretty Christmas good. Christmas memory. Uh, that was a, yeah. that was amazing. Oh, I, <laughs> I've uh, I remember um, it was the national championship game, the second year in a row the Huskers won, and I had too much like football. Football. Oh, so this yeah. is like ninety four. Ninety five. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, a while ago. Um, I remember. I think I had too much of that classic Tostitos melted cheese dip. And I spent I the right around the beginning of the fourth quarter. And you pooped I just, in everyone's shoes at I the party. Not, no, I didn't poop in everyone's shoes. I puked a streak across the length of the couch, and then, <laughs> and then across the living room floor into the bathroom. And then I got to the toilet, and I was done puking. It was one of those. Really the quarterback of that team um. is now the head coach of that team. I think. I think uh, Scott Frost. No, was Scott he still Frost the quarterback? Was, Scott Frost was ninety-seven. Oh, so he was later. Uh, yeah. Uh, was this the, Frazier? Yeah, that was Frazier. And, yeah, Frazier and most of most of the season, Frazier was out with a uh, yeah. that blood clots, and so Brooke Barringer played, and he okay. died in a plane crash. That's Jeez. two Whoa. episodes in a row that I've mentioned Brooke Barringer's plane crash <laughs> yeah, death yeah. on this podcast. Was he, was he flying the plane, or was he? Uh, yeah, he was flying the plane. I think it's I think weird that people get that level of confidence where it's like, you know, I've done everything down here. I'm going to fly a plane. <laughs> I need to fly I'm a, a pilot yeah. now. I am a pilot. I'm pilot. Um, <laughs> me, me. I'm a plane boy. <laughs> me, me. Just play football. Um, I, have a, I have a good puke Christmas story. Oh, please. Um, we were at uh, the Shepherd. No, it's not the Shepherd. The Bradfields Christmas party. Um, my grandmother worked for this uh, like real estate agency. And the family that owned it like were really, really good friends of hers. And we would go. like the, the, like the our, our families were very good friends. And we'd go to their Christmas party with my grandmother and uh, some, I can't remember who it was, but some old person let me sip their spiked eggnog and I sipped it and then just immediately projectile, projectile oh, no. it out. Oh, like it, like it took, it was like maybe <laughs> 10 seconds. Were you like seconds. tiny too? Yeah, so it was like, was, it was like wow. a little fountain just yeah. like, Ugh. Yeah, I was like um. six, like six years old <laughs> and they gave it to me and like it was like three Two, one, what? And then it just went right back I out. I mean, fuck. <laughs> All over the carpet. Just you like, just like cannot. Funny. And these are like rich people God. that like my grandmother yeah. works for. Like, there's <laughs> that's what they're giving alcohol to a child. Let's give yeah, the, some let's give old lady was like, "Here, taste this. Taste the alcohol." And then just three, two, God. one, and just yeah, kind of no like. Shit. Like you don't even have the yeah. taste buds it just, to like, understand fell out. alcohol. Like it just shot right back out. I think it'd be funny like, who gave you the alcohol? Be like, it was an old lady. She was wearing a blue dress. Like, uh, grandma's been dead for twenty five <laughs> years. <laughs> ah, ah, the Christmas ghost booze house. Corrupting you. I also um, puked at that party once because I ate too many tamales, but it was in the bathroom. Dude, I don't blame you for that. Tamales Wait, was it the delicious. same party? Same, same party, night? but I was like, no, I was like ten at this time. Oh, okay. And I fucking oh, here comes puke. Avery. 
Oh, dude, I could I could fucking house some. I can house some tamales, dude. Uh, tamales Christmas are delicious. time. Tamales are delicious. Especially when I was a little kid, I just had this like expandable stomach. I was just so small. Can I tell you something oh, stupid? Oh. Can I tell you something that happens when you grow up in the Midwest? Is you oh. think that Mexican foods are just all the wrong words? Yeah. Uh, until probably. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, probably like six or seven years ago, I figured out that tamale wasn't a kind of pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've, 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 been you, I've been quietly that, hiding that ignorance myself. Yeah, and yeah, that your Totino's cheese dip is queso. Yeah, <laughs> in a jar. Well, no, for me, for me, queso has a pop top. It's cheese in a jar. No, for me, no queso for me wasn't even a thing. It was uh, oh queso. That's just uh, the Mexican word for cheese. That was it. <laughs> oh no, how sad. It's the Spanish word for cheese. Sorry. Yeah. I, <laughs> the sp- <laughs> the Mexican word. Adam. You had one Mexican restaurant. <laughs> they sold hard shell tacos. Yep. Nothing else. Shredded uh, it's, iceberg it's, uh, lettuce. It's, uh, the Christmas Nachos. committee with Avery and Kenny Powers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mexican word for cheese. He Holy said. shit. Oh god. <laughs> I mean, it is. I need to queso, donate to races to make up for that. Queso, like the dish, is pretty like Tex-Mex. It is, yeah. It's and, not really Mexican food. For sure. And like once I started working we, we in love restaurants, it way more than it's like loved. Yeah. yeah. Once it's I started, so good. that makes sure. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> once I started working in restaurants, I figured out what queso was. Yeah. But uh, you know who hates queso? Mike McRae. Why? Why? I've heard, I've seen him publicly talk shit about it online. God, that guy's a human Grinch. I want him on the podcast. Mike, do you hear me? What's My... wrong with you? Why don't you like this? Like if like ever. That makes me sad. That's like, that is like not liking Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> that feels, that's how this. I feel about it. That's aggressive. Not like I don't like with the cheese when it's all wet. Yeah. <laughs> it makes people happy. Yeah, it makes people. <laughs> it seems to make people happy. So I don't like it. That's funny. I can't do a growly impression of queso. <laughs> Oh no! His LBJ is really good. Have you seen it? It's new. I haven't seen it. No, I I, I haven't. It's pretty good. You know what my favorite is? He has a. Did you watch Mad Men? Did you ever get into Mad Men? Yeah. Uh, he does a Conrad Hilton, but like Conrad oh. Hilton from Mad Men. It's yeah. like, what a great impression. <laughs> yeah. It's such a specific, great impression. That's awesome. A lot Con- of people say, like, I was watching something with Dana Carvey, and the thing that impressionists do is they, like, an impression evolves from when, like, the first time someone does that impression. Mm-hmm. So, like, that. like, pr- like, um, impressions develop over the years based off of like the one famous version of it. Mm. So like, um, oh, it creates like a type, and then all the impressions yeah, fall yeah, into yeah. that type. Like, yeah, like yeah. people that do George H. W. George uh, George H. Bush, like mm-hmm. that's definitely it's like SNL, SNL like era. Dana Carvey, yeah, yeah, Dana Carvey. It's, it's Dana Carvey's impression yeah. that they're doing. thousand that's points of light, like yeah. all that shit. <laughs> um, like, uh, but yeah, I I thought that was pretty interesting. Like nowadays like you don't go off of like we don't everyone's impression of like jay leno like it's all the same mm-hmm. but like it's not jay leno there's not com- <laughs> yeah. there's not competing there's not yeah, competing like, yeah. yeah but like cars yeah, yeah. most people it's <laughs> not an impression of an impression it's yeah. not an impression yeah everyone's of like everyone doing that. jay leno is just doing like a balloon that's losing air denim denim something about denim that's all i never spent a dime of my money. <laughs> uh, if you go to the Stanley Hotel on which the Overlook Hotel from The Shining is based, uh, and you take the uh, tour, 
before the tour, you sit in this room and they show you like a video. But before they show you a video, while you're just waiting for everybody to gather in the room, they play an episode of Jay Leno's like car talk show where he does like where he drives around in a Stanley steamer, like steam engine car. And you like kind of like they like take the engine apart and you look at how a steam engine is. Wait, where and is you have to watch where is it, that? Where, where is this? Estes Park, Colorado. Okay. Yeah. It's the Stanley Hotel. It's this it's, big, creepy, haunted hotel. Yeah, it's the hotel that um, Stephen King was staying in when he wrote The Shining. Yes. It's got to be pretty creepy to inspire it's really a cool. creepy book. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there twice. I've never taken the tour, but I've definitely just like walked around. Uh, does yeah. it feel? But, does it get, Does it yeah. have the vibe? Oh, it's yeah. got spooky vibes. There vibe. are lots of like lodge kind of like. Like mountain hotels that are just straight up the shining like it doesn't yeah. even have to be yeah. the stanley hotel there's one that me and pat dean went to that was like out of this world haunted and like the yeah. most beautiful mountain lodge like every like there were like logs like the size the of a car is it the remoteness that gives yeah, it? yeah. And, like, yeah. The, but just that design style is like super cool i love yeah, it colorado's kind of, like, nestling almost castle like into the mountains yeah and it's yeah, the only it's thing very... around you have to drive up like a a road that's like a mile and a half long. It's like a private drive. Mm. Yeah, and then haunting. you just come out of the woods and there's this mansion hotel. Right. And you're like, what? <laughs> uh, when, when Nicole and I took the tour, we were coming from the middle of town and on our walk up the hill to the... A hotel it like started raining so we're just like climbing this hill in cool. the rain so it like was a movie. now you it have was, to stay yeah. here might as well stay the night and we never left <laughs> we're gonna walk out that door and i'm gonna be back in the hotel uh, no. like 1408 you only, re- you only reprieve is this podcast oh, shit. Uh, speaking of this podcast avery it's time to go into the <laughs> naughty and nice list mm, it's the naughty and nice list Sometimes you're good, and sometimes you're bad. Uh. (laughs) I was trying to do sometimes when we touch, but I can't. Sometimes when you're you're good, good. and sometimes (laughs) when you're bad. I'm going to put you on a list with your name. There you go. If you're good, you'll get some gifts. Yeah. If you're bad, you'll get some coal. Because mm-hmm. I'm Santa. I live at the North Pole. What if this was Santa's new voice? You're going to be a star, kid. <laughs> That's, this is Santa's voice. Yeah. <laughs> this is Santa's oh, voice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want for Christmas, little girl? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. It's me. Santa. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, first on the nice list, I have the Austin City Council, who this weekend uh, threw out a lot of really shitty anti-homeless laws. Uh, yeah, all the camping laws and everything. Yeah, uh, that's wonderful. You, yeah, you can. Uh, it's a, It's now legal. I don't know when. I don't know when it takes effect, but it's now no longer illegal to camp if you're homeless. Yeah. Or uh, one one of the laws was against aggressive panhandling, which yeah. you can just that's just any that's panhandling, any panhandling if, you if you're a cop. It's not a lot yeah. of levels. Not <laughs> that's a lot just of what levels. cops yeah, yeah, yeah. call <laughs> panhandling. He <laughs> was he was aggressively asking me for a cigarette. <laughs> he said hello and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> he said no. 
worries, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was oppressed by his niceness. <laughs> his sign was uh, kind and invasive. Uh, and they also uh, are going to build a new homeless yeah, shelter in South measures, Austin. And yeah. when and when they announced that, uh, a bunch everybody of everybody booed. Everybody in the every rich fucking loser in the city council meeting booed when they announced that they were going to build the <laughs> other shelter. shelter. Other people. And, uh, oh, you mean the capital of Texas needs more than one homeless shelter? Uh, Boo. Uh, <laughs> fucking is uh, just evil. Oh yeah, because everyone, everyone, like everyone who was, uh, everyone who thinks that uh, Austin has a homeless problem, and they're like, like, well, Arch is a pit. They need to just tear that down and build a nice new homeless center that actually serves as the community. No, and but somewhere like, else. No, but not here. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere else. Buda, put it in Buda. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Lugerville is great. There's a big open field next to Typhoon, Texas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Siberia, Siberia always wants people, man. They and always t- want people. All of the homeless people can work at the kids' water park. <laughs> Do you think we'd ever like kind of pull off like an Australia type situation? You know, like Australia is just like an like island a of like, island? convicts. So you think they'll just do that with homeless people? Just put all homeless people in like one continent? But then, like in a hundred years, that's the best continent. Yeah. No, you but know? they should cut the United States off of Mexico and Canada and shove us into the ocean. <laughs> It'll put us like floating in the middle of the Pacific garbage patch. Nah, I yeah. want Canada, man. They have a good basketball team now. Canada <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have a purpose. Um, uh, and at, at one of these city council meetings, uh, I have somebody for the naughty list. It's this lady who went up and uh, suggested. Oh God! Uh, I'll just I'll just let you guys. Listen. We need a place, an Austin Compassion Clinic slash jail. To offer consequences okay. she said and rehabilitation. That what we need is a compassion clinic slash jail. A hugging jail. A hugging jail. <laughs> <laughs> the cadence hey, of her man. voice sounds like she's someone who cries every day. Oh every my gosh. Day. She, it's, war, it's like warbly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I just need to. Get this out. And Why was I forced to confront this uh, Good morning. poor man Good morning. in front of me? Uh, she sounds uh, like she's on drugs, too. Just, like, yeah. Oh, what? yeah, yeah. She's, she's barred out. She's, yeah. She's, uh, oh, dude, just wa- White wine Westlake mom barred the fuck yeah. out. Coming downtown. What about a compassionate jail? Uh, <laughs> That's disgusting. That's, I'm mad those words were put together. Yeah. Fucking voted for Obama ass, white lib, coming <laughs> to downtown and Austin. And then for Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then for Trump. The uh, change of heart, it's a new era. She's, yeah. yeah, yeah. She looks at Bernie Sanders well, and she like sh- shrieks a little bit. She'll- they're coming after you, my money. Did you go to you went to the city council meeting? Were you physically there? No, uh, okay. but I know some of the people who were. And you I can watch to, the streams too. I used to. I found out I was going bald from a city council meeting. I went to a. I went to, oh man, that's rough. That's like I, an adult yeah, ass wake up call. <laughs> when I first moved here, I was uh, I was at like a Cedar Park city council meeting, which is like a very scary. It was me and my boss, who was Jewish. They prayed before a city council meeting, which was terrifying uh-huh. to me. There's no separation of church yeah. and state. That's mm-hmm. fucking terrifying. They had a pledge of Texas. Uh-huh. Terrifying. Yeah. Very scary. Mm-hmm. The but, pledge uh, of Texas is really scary. Yeah, I don't like it <laughs> at all. We used to have to do that in the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. But, like, I so said it because I didn't want to be the guy not saying it. Yeah. I wanted to I make it out of that building. Texas to the flag. Yeah. I don't even uh, remember it. I've erased it from my memory. <laughs> but they have like a TV... They have a TV like that you can see, but the TV shot is from the back. 
So I can oh. see the back of my head. I can see a bald spot that I'd never seen before. And then Damn. life changed forever. Yeah. That was the end. That was the end of your hair. That was the end of all that. I was like, I was like, what? Yeah, I know. It was a good You're renaissance. Like, I know. It was a good I look great, bald. Yeah, it was a good renaissance. <laughs> just, a new, just time for a new phase. <laughs> time for a new me. Um, I've got somebody else for the nice list. Okay. Uh, the guy who works at the store where I get Kratom from, every time I go... <laughs> You get what? Kratom. Kratom. What's Kratom? Uh, uh, go for it, Adam. <laughs> uh, it's this herb. Uh, <laughs> no, it's this like, it's this, uh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to explain it's it. A, wow. it's How a, illegal is it, Adam? So it's, an, it's totally legal. It's an Look herb. It. It's like a, it's a like fake a, opioid. It's, it's, a, it's a fake opioid. Yeah, it's a, it's this leaf that gets ground up that into a powder. It can stimulate your opioid receptors, but it's not actually a narcotic. Helps people uh, come to... Uh, uh, become not addicted to yeah like a non-addictive anymore. method a methadone almost. uh but for uh if you're not addicted to opiates already it's just it's got a it's an energy booster and sort of like uh I like give, it, it gives a little uh, euphoric this is like the cbd of, of like opioids yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah, it's, you get so all opioid fun but you don't but, become a meth yeah it's cbd but actually does something <laughs> and cbd doesn't actually do anything cbd yeah. is in cbd is water cbd is holy water cbd no, cbd is holy <laughs> actually it gives me a little I, I try the uh, man I've that's great you can lie to yourself like that but it doesn't I don't, <laughs> Web, I try I don't get Web, high from it, it but um, it I use it for my arthritis and it works it gives me a good little mood up if I need it. Yeah, it doesn't affect my mood at all, but like it'll help. It helps like with my like muscle and joint pain and stuff yeah. at night. Right. Okay, cool. I guess I'm the only you one gotta, here that doesn't believe in witchcraft. <laughs> but all right. you gotta eat some gummies, bud. I guess so. I gotta it's, try it for real. I only. What have I, you done? Have you just smoked it or what? Honestly, it, for the problem probably was that I took it and also smoked weed. So. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I just take yeah. like a like a big milligram dosage of gummies okay, and right. eat that shit. Oh, and then, CBD gummies? Yeah. Okay. And all then right. like, you know, I just feel so much better. Yeah. All right. Yeah, actually, you have to stick with it a little bit. Though. Yeah. yeah. You gotta right. roll with it a little bit. I guess yeah, I it's a, it is kind of, it is expensive, but I'm not as worried about my liver anymore taking like a leave and shit all the time. Oh, yeah. Because I'm getting be- so rickety being a bartender. I'm just like so... I turned 30. I turned 30 and now I'm like... I wake up and I just like crack in a million places. I am rickety. Oh, you're, rickety making the, you're making the shift from bartender to bar wench. Yeah, what you're pretty much. <laughs> oh, the transformation's happening. You have stories now. Now you're the yeah. bartender with stories. Right. Oh, I'm a bar spinster. Shoot us up... Like, uh, where's Avery? And you just like look up in the. Oh, she's rafters. trying on headscarves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's just a big ball of cobwebs up in the corner, and it's you really poke your head out. I'll be down in a second. <laughs> that is a lady. I feel like you just gotta find a small town where like you are the bartender. For, yes. like, Thirty years, you are the bar- until you oh, die. Oh, that's the dream. Yeah. God. If I could do that, like in like a, a tiny like Colorado town or something, just go live in the mountains or like up in like Fortuna, like in California. And you could just make up Ooh, shit. Yeah, yeah up by like all the trees. A, oh, I could I be like a whole to, new person. You could just make up. Sh- I'm a Kennedy. Quit comedy. I'm a uh, Kennedy. Now I'm a fucking disgraced <laughs> Kennedy. I would love to be the bartender in a fucking mountain town. That's I'm like the Black Sheep Kennedy. Two My hours outside Annabelle of Denver or something. Kennedy. <laughs> you could just lie. I I was in I was in Hawaii and we were at a like a dive bar in that town. Which is like this town's bar. And we were talking to the bartender. She's like, Where are you from? We're like, Austin. Oh. She's like, Oh, my grandfather was the fire chief there. I was like, You just say that to everybody based on the right. city they're from. Yeah. Where are you from? Toledo. Oh, yeah. My grandfather was the mayor there in 1791. Yeah. <laughs> Shut <What>? up, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> because of our personal connection, I'm tipping you $20. Yeah, it, it, it worked. Yeah. We were friends. Yeah. <laughs> we were friends. No. Uh, I have one more for the naughty list, and then we okay. should move on. Uh, okay. On the naughty list, I'm putting the National Weather Service Kansas City. What did they do? Uh, the last we- last week, the National Weather Service of Kansas City tweeted out, we honestly have no explanation for the floating objects over Kansas City. Oh, the UFO sightings. <laughs> yeah. They have that no explanation. Cool. So there I'm putting two. them on the I naughty list. Great Could- sphere. They could have just held their tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. said nothing. Yeah. Uh, that's your job to know what the floating objects over Kansas City are, whether they're clouds or spaceships. You should know National Weather Service of Kansas City. <laughs> they, just like, they just like post a picture of Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Like, ask these guys. Back to back. Ask these guys. <laughs> The new one is out now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's I, British. Though. Oh, what if it was just a uh, what if it was just a publicity stunt for the new MIB because it's performing so badly at the box office? Damn. Damn. Yeah. Because cool. I mean, That's true. I think it's this was sinking. before. I think this it was doesn't before. seem like a good movie though. No, I, think this I was haven't heard Friday. anyone talk about it. That's crazy. I kind of need Will Smith for it to be in an MIB yeah, movie. Yeah, but Aladdin. I heard as much about this one as I did. Like a too. They should, they should be doing what they're doing. With That's insane. I had no fucking idea. Yeah. Wow. Because oh, Will Smith's in it too, huh? Yeah. Aladdin's out. No one's going to see it. <laughs> I think it's Good so Lord. weird that they're just like literally just making live action versions of very like stop. Yeah. Yeah. Stop doing it. We were talking. Jackson and I were talking about that today at lunch. So we overheard these like teenagers the other day. They're like, I can't believe they're remaking Toy Story. Like another Toy Story 4. No one asked for that. You know, but it's so sad about Aladdin and blah, blah, blah. What do you think Lion King's going to be like? And I was like, bitch, everyone asked for Toy Story 4. Yeah. Everyone loves uh, Toy Story. You made 108 you million. You jaded piece of shit. Toy Story is a beloved franchise. No one wanted to see live action Aladdin with no. Will Smith. No it's one a weird, to see It's that a weird shit. premise okay. to put with people. It makes it yeah. conflicting. You yeah. know? Okay, you guys ready for this? Yeah. Toy Story came out the year after Lion King and Aladdin. The original? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. It feels like Toy Story came out 10 years after Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> Toy Story is perfect. The yeah. original Toy Story is literally perfect. Toy Story 2 is one of the best movies ever. Yeah. I didn't like Toy Story 3. You didn't? I thought it was great. I, I, I never said saw I even three. like it. Oh, I I saw three. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see three, I don't think. I love all of them. That's Although, what I was... I just wanted to go punch that 18-year-old and be like, bitch, everyone loves Toy Story. Here's, Shut up. Here's my call with the Lion King. They're making like a live-action Lion King. It's yeah. like, yo, like, just put black people in it. Yeah, please. <laughs> like, it's like, if you're going like, to make it, please like they keep deferring that. to executives like, hey, you think we should just put people... Nah, let lions, man. We're not ready for people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. people time. No, it's not. Okay, uh, what we're going to do next uh, is something I've... Next segment. Been trying to do for a couple weeks now. I think I finally, I think we're gonna finally do it tonight. Uh, I found this really fun list of disturbing, unsolved <gasps> Christmas time mysteries. Jing, what, what's the medium? Jing, what medium did you find this through? Uh, uh, the internet. Is that oh, what you mean? It's written. What's, uh, what's like the publication? Uh, it says it's called something called List Twenty Five. Okay. Uh, I've been trying to do. I've been trying to do a segment like this. Uh, I've tr- I've tried it a couple times. Did you hit your funny bone? Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> oh no. It's all good. <laughs> when you're thirty, it just, when you're thirty, it just falls off. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's a sad bone. <laughs> no, it's a, this is a painful bone. <laughs> um, I've been trying to do a uh, segment like this for. Uh, I've tried it a couple times and they've. It, uh, I've, the material I've come 
up with has not been uh, fun to compelling. read. Compelling at all. But I think I've... Disturbing, but maybe. Here, Inappropriate. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all like, of those things. Yeah. <laughs> they were like very boring stories and they're just like, a child was flipped inside out. <laughs> 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 Click. <laughs> okay, right. let's edit that one. We... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, this list I found is uh, it's some really fun uh, ghosts and or spooky stories. Just some real good classic uh, Christmas time fun. This one is called uh, the Pleasant Valley Jane Doe. On the morning of December 18th, 1996, an unidentified woman's body was found in the Pleasant Valley Memorial Park in Annandale, Virginia. The woman had apparently committed suicide by tying a plastic grocery bag over her face, and her only possessions included some cash, a portable cassette player, and comedy tapes, and a small 8-inch Christmas tree adorned with ribbon and I've gold ornaments. This. The woman had I've a... Read about the woman had a small note on her body claiming her death was a suicide and that she wanted to be cremated with no autopsy. The note was anonymously signed Jane Doe, and nearly 20 years later today, no advancements have been made in uncovering Charlie her Brown identity. did it. That sounds like a Charlie, Charlie Brown crime. <laughs> it's Little Lucy. sad Christmas tree. Lucy. That was Charlie Brown, man. You, you pulled that football away one too many times. You got mad. Lucy would tag it on Charlie Brown. And yeah. then visit him in prison and like taunt him. Yeah. Lucy's so Maybe mean. pin pals. <laughs> he uh, would still be in love with her. He's yeah, damaged. He's sending her money for commissary. Charlie's so damaged. Um, he's like, here you go, bald head. <laughs> money for some honey buns. Just shows him a tape of someone like Schroeder kicking a football, but like her actually holding it like a monster. Fucking <laughs> Lucy. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, this one is the story of Tommy Ziegler. Tommy Ziegler was accused Ooh. of murdering four people, including his wife and her parents, inside his furniture store in Winter Garden, Florida, on Christmas Eve in 1975. He was subsequently found guilty of quadruple homicide and sentenced to death row. However, Tommy and those close to him have fought the conviction ever since, claiming that a key witness lied under oath to implicate him and that evidence was handled poorly. Tommy has many times been denied DNA testing, and the general populace remains divided on whether he actually committed the murders. How are you denying? I feel like in this situation, it's like air on the side of keep that guy in prison. Yeah, you know? it's, it's kind of like, eh. like a Christmas Stephen Avery situation. <laughs> yeah. Like a Christmas Stephen. Christmas <laughs> what is it? <laughs> of making a murder. Oh, make the. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, that's a fun. That's a fun line. <laughs> a festive making a murderer situation. <laughs> um, okay, this one is the Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Uh huh. Okay, the Los Feliz murder <laughs> mansion. This is Avery's favorite. She knows how the back. Okay, on the night of December 6, 1959, in a mansion that sits on a Los Feliz hilltop in Los Angeles, Dr. Harold Perelson killed his wife with a hammer and severely beat his 18 year old daughter Jeez. before ending his own life by drinking a potent acid. <gasps> Nobody knows what caused Dr. Perelson to do what he did, as he seemed perfectly normal and reasonable up until he snapped. His surviving children moved out of the house after the attack, and since then, the building has remained unoccupied and unchanged. Even many of the Christmas decorations are still up and unmoved to this day. 
He killed the only people who could say that he's weird. They yeah. said he seemed normal, but he, he killed the only people who know him well enough to be real. like, <laughs> You saw the real. Yeah, uh, he yeah. took him out and literally. Uh, killing okay. yourself with a vial of acid. Okay, there is a. Coward. There, yeah. is, <laughs> there is a fake haunted house attraction in Omaha called Mystery Manor. And like the fake backstory. <laughs> that sounds like a fake. It's like a Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the fake backstory they give for the haunted house is this fucking story. Like. But if it's in if it was in Omaha, like yeah. like normal guy goes fucking crazy, kills his wife with a hammer and his daughter, kills himself, uh, and uh, he's everyone said he was reasonable up until the night of the murders. Nobody knows what happened. Like that's the exact that's they that's basically cribbed that story. And you can this. stay there. Or it's a haunted house. No, it's a haunted house. You can okay. pay fifteen dollars and walk through it. Oh, have, you, have you done it? Yeah, you go down a slide. It's pretty is, fun. Is it trash? A or slide, it's a, good... a haunted it's, slide. It's trash, but it's fun. Okay. It's like good trash. It's cool. fun. Um, although I haven't been in like seven years, so maybe it sucks now. I also feel like any place with a confined space is just not as fun to me anymore. Like uh, I went to the zoo in Omaha like last year, and it had been a few years since I'd been, and there is a fake. Uh, rainforest yeah. exhibits that's really cool and there's a rickety rope bridge you cross oh my god and this most recent time i went on it uh the bridge was a lot smaller and shakier than i remember it being <laughs> i don't know if it's just because i'm a big boy now or <laughs> what but <laughs> i remember running back and forth on it as a kid and it was like great <laughs> yeah i think it's because you're a man now i to demonstrate so. the passage of time to you okay this next one is called the warminster thing Christmas of 1964 ended up being quite an unnerving time for the residents of Warminster, a small mm. town in West Wiltshire, United Kingdom. Sounds like a haunted place. <laughs> West Wiltshire? Many people found themselves forced awake suddenly by loud, unidentified noises ranging from pounding vibrations to ear-splitting whines. In one personal account, a middle-aged woman even be reported being knocked to the ground and immobilized by, by what she described as invisible fingers of sound. Whoa. Although the source of the noises was never revealed, the large number of paranormal events and UFO sightings in the years that followed lead many to believe the occurrence was extraterrestrial. There is, uh, there are, yeah, there are some um, recordings of things like that, uh, like in the United States as well, yeah. like where people, like an entire town, just comes outside because there's just this unidentified, you just like, feel something, like vibration and noise, and you can yeah. like hear it, like it sounds like something's like screaming through the clouds, but there's nothing in the sky. It makes sense though. It's just like these remote yeah. places where and you just have like, like a few you can, hundred like, people. Feel yeah. everything, and, and everyone's they, outside filming it, and they can't and find it, a source. They for can't it find ever. a source they, like, for scientists, it. Scientists like probe the fields around the town, yeah, and, and it just goes away. Anything out? Yeah. Invisible fingers of sound is the scariest. Yeah. Yeah. Coolest, yeah. coolest thing I've <laughs> yeah. ever heard in my life. That's like shit. a band. That's yeah. like a cool band. <laughs> Invisible yeah, yeah. Singer, fingers Invisible of sound. This is the new Nine Inch Nails album. Yeah. Uh, okay, then this next one is The Disappearance of Patty Vaughn. Uh, On Christmas Day, Patty. 1996, 32-year-old Patty Vaughn left her home in Lavernia, Texas, and never Lavernia, returned. Lavernia, really? Patty's van was found some ways away with a That's flat... outside of San Antonio. Yeah. Patty's van was found some ways away with a flat tire and traces of blood inside. However, no other signs of a struggle or damage. Many people suspected her estranged husband, J.R. Vaughn, was responsible for the death. Uh, JRs. Can't trust those. <laughs> Never trust a JR. Uh, uh, JR stands for just wrong. Uh, uh, oh. He was responsible for the death after the two had broken up two months earlier and were seen arguing shortly before Patty's disappearance. Still, no evidence was found connecting him to the case, and not long afterwards, he left the state with the couple's two children. 
Whoa. Yeah. That just hurts. I'm surprised yeah. I haven't heard about that one. That's like right up. That's right that's, around you. That's where right you where up. I grew yeah. up. Yeah. That should that's be like a, that woods. should be like some. Yeah. Yeah, that's be like a story you get told as a kid. Yeah. Watch and out I'm, for this divorced man. Yeah, I've never heard about the Vaughns. <laughs> <laughs> never heard about. <laughs> um, then he moved to another place, became a doctor, and then killed his new wife and yeah. daughter. That was a, the same, yeah. Ooh. stories. Ooh, here we go. The spontaneous combustion of Matilda Rooney. On Christmas? In 1885, <laughs> a young farmhand known as John Larson spent Christmas evening with his employers, Patrick and Matilda Rooney, in Illinois. When he woke up on Christmas morning, he found Patrick dead in his room while the elderly wife had disappeared. Larson searched the house for Matilda, but all he could find was her severed foot next to a pile of ash in the kitchen. It was later determined that Patrick died from smoke inhalation, although no signs of a fire could be found. Investigations concluded that Matilda was a victim of spontaneous human combustion. Yes. Nah, That's sounds like they just they, they did drugs. He oh, woke yeah, up. He like, forgot she, that he killed those people. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she went to she uh, fell asleep with a cigarette burning or something. Still. That's like that's like some, that's like what spontaneous combustion is like ninety five percent of the time somebody falling asleep with a cigarette lit still and then Aww. like the, the chair they're sitting in just catches a blaze. It's got to be such a crazy thing to see like oh yeah. so fucked but up. But sometimes like, yeah. but but like real cases though where like they can't like find any trace of like burning or anything anywhere and literally it's just like their two severed feet like burned and black like but just like the part where it's severed not yeah. the rest of the foot the rest of the foot's fine and then there's just ashes in a pile it's nuts that's like a cartoon it's crazy it's like a fucking cartoon yeah or it's like yeah it's like a cartoon or like i don't know someone murders them and just cuts off their feet and it leaves them like behind it <laughs> seems so elaborate yeah yeah i don't know why they would do that the murder of Tracy Martins is next. I'm creeping on the page here. <laughs> it's just a woman tied up. Oh, no. <laughs> seems, <laughs> on Christmas? It seems on, <laughs> tied up on Christmas? <laughs> this, this, that's what this segment should be renamed. <laughs> on uh, Christmas? Uh, you Christmas? say how hate it is. Yeah. On Christmas? Yeah, you read the thing, and then I just say on Christmas at the end. <laughs> um... And what, is, okay. and what is now Santa Claus's All right, this one's this, a, I love this. This, is this so one's a murder, fun. but this one's kind of interesting. It's the Miyazawa family murders. On the night of December 30th, 2000, an unidentified man broke into the Miyazawa family home in the Setagaya ward of Tokyo before killing the entire family of four. The killer stayed in the house for much of the rest of the night, eating food from the refrigerator and even leaving many of his personal items behind when he finally left in the early hours of the morning. Despite having a good idea of the man's appearance as well as DNA samples and articles of clothing, the Tokyo police have still made little to no progress in finding his identity. On Christmas? Uh, There's five days after in Christmas. Tokyo? Five in Tokyo? Five days after in Christmas? Tokyo? In Tokyo? In Tokyo? Oh, oh no! <laughs> um, okay, this one is The Disappearance of Samuel Todd. Samuel Todd was attending a New Year's Eve party in New York City with his younger brother and some friends when he left the party for a quick minute and was never seen again. Leaving both his jacket and wallet at the party and being visibly drunk at the time, investigators believe he may have left the party for some fresh air and been attacked outside. There is a possibility that Samuel was never kidnapped but instead was struck on the head by his assailant, causing him to develop amnesia 
and wander off. What? Yeah. Samuel Todd. On Christmas. On New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve. <laughs> Just two pretentious first names. Whoa. Says a name. Ooh. All right. Here we go. Thanks. That's so terrifying. That is crazy. Because it's, it's, it's had to have happened. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I can imagine. Just wandering People into some random town. In the, you're like, who are the, you? And then you're out and it's I'm in the cold and you're scary. lost. <laughs> I'm Yeah. I'm, I'm not a threat. I promise. I'm baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. The head of Anthony Michalowski. Mm-mm. The decapitated head of Anthony Michalowski was found on the twenty. I don't know why they said they they wrote it on the twenty seventh of December nineteen eighty eight. <laughs> stick to the stick to stick to one way of writing dates website. Uh, December twenty seventh nineteen eighty eight in a dumpster behind a shopping plaza near Pittsburgh. Over the course of the following days, investigators also uncovered a detached lower jaw, a lung, and several loose teeth scattered around the area. What? A reconstructed photo was shown on TV, allowing Anthony's surviving family to confirm his identity. However, coroners could never figure out how or why he was killed, and no sp- suspect was ever sounds identified. Sounds like a mob situation, Sounds like right? very mob. That sounds yeah. like a mobbish kind of, right? Sounds very mob-like. Late 80s? Teeth? That's like, yeah. you know. Dumpster? Just brutal. Yeah. Anthony's? Sounds- yeah. Anthony's! <laughs> <laughs> Anthony! Ki- they're out here killing Anthony's. Uh. <laughs> Around Christmas? Oh, Christmas! Ooh, what's that one? Ooh, yeah, I like this one because it's an it's the picture black and white. I like the old. It's a black and white picture yeah. of a nurse staring directly at the camera. So she did right it. Bu- She's the and bad right one. behind her is a patient in a bed, also staring directly at the camera. It's very spooky. Wonderful. I like it. It's called the death of Debbie Wolf. Mm-hmm. Debbie Wolf was a nurse who vanished from her home in Fayetteville, North Carolina, after coming back from work on December twenty fifth, nineteen eighty five. After a thorough search of the house and surrounding area yielded no clues to Debbie's whereabouts, her family went to the police, who said they wouldn't do a search until she had been missing for at least three days. It was five days later that they started searching. The police seemed suspiciously adamant that there was no need to search the pond behind Debbie's home, but it wasn't until the unconvinced parents hired their own divers that Debbie's body was found stuffed in a barrel in the lake behind the house. The police were quick to rule her death an accidental drowning. In however, a barrel? However, her family is She's sure that something was more sinister. You know, barrel practice to get into the <laughs> yeah, hey, well, Falls. I, uh, yeah, me and, my, me and my barrel getting off work of my nursing job. First thing I'm going <laughs> to do after a day on my feet is go and hang out with my barrel in the middle it's of a cold <laughs> it's cold outside i'm gonna get inside of a barrel no, her, dr- her dream was to just go over niagara falls i love when the cops wrote that off as hijinks you know yeah. just like hey Whoops. man she's having a good time accidental drowning uh, she was just trying to float in a barrel yeah. have a couple of buds I mean, risk your life yeah. most crack mo- a couple cold ones most barrel <laughs> water shenanigans are like uh dummy mishaps like people going over the Niagara Falls. Isn't it crazy that was a whole thing? Or like going they're over like the Niagara Jimmy Hoffa like where they're fucking yeah. murdering someone. <laughs> 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 or it's a murder. It's app. fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't know. They haven't found Jimmy Hoffa, right? Uh-uh. She was trying. She was trying. She was competing for the uh, out ESPN outdoor games, and she was like rolling on a barrel on the lake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Her parents are so pissed <laughs> at the cops. Like, uh, <laughs> you won't look in the lake. <laughs> Okay. Uh, That's fire. This one's called The Sodder Children. On the eve of Christmas 1945, the West Virginia home of George and Jenny Sodder burnt to the ground in a fire of mysterious origin. The Sodders occupied the house with nine of their ten children. 
However, only four escaped the house before its destruction. Betty, Maurice, Martha, Louis, and Jenny Sauter were all assumed to have perished in the blaze. However, when the ruined remains of the house were searched in the following days, no bodies or signs that the five children had been inside during the fire could be found. A coroner's jury still ruled that the children had died in the fire. Still, George and Jenny remain unconvinced and lived the remainder of their lives believing that the five kids had been kidnapped and the fire started to cover their disappearance. Yeah, I've read about that one too. I think I've That's heard. fucking scary. It's wild. Stuff that happens in like the 30s and 40s like that, that, that yeah. picks me out. Especially like in the South, like the, that kind of like Southern yeah, Gothic. Yeah. Like like Southern Gothic, like, like the you know that there's some foul play. Right. There's no real like way to investigate these crimes because it's so early. But it's also crazy, like for every crime like that, there's probably like ten other incidents that we just never hear about. Oh yeah. Because yeah. you could just bury that everything. That were never down reported. There. Yeah, because nobody yeah, knew yeah, because yeah. nobody had a friend who worked at the newspaper. Yeah. Like yeah, of course. That's nuts. That's creepy. All right, let's do one more. Uh this one looks Spooky. It's called the Rendlesham Forest Incident. Rendlesham? Rendlesham. That's fun. That's fun. I don't know what to do with that word. Rendlesham? Oh, Christmas. The Rendlesham Forest Incident. Late in December 1980. I love an incident. Give me an incident. A number of strange lights and alleged UFO sightings were reported around the Rendlesham Forest region of Suffolk, England. The first notable uh, event occurred on December 26th when a security patrol noticed a series of strange lights descending into the forest. Initially fearing it was a downed aircraft, servicemen attempted to investigate the site, though before they could get close, the object moved further into the forest and was lost. Sites of uh, signs of burnt branches and triangular markings were found at the landing sites, and more lights were sighted later in the week. Yeah, I've read about that one, too. So that's just like alien conspiracy type deal. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. it kicks ass. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's true because I don't have as strong of a memory of it. But when I was at summer camp, apparently one year, I think I slept through it. Two of the kids claimed that they woke up and looked outside of our cabin and saw a pair of glowing red light red eyes and then when they walked out uh the next morning to where they had seen the eyes there were like burn marks on the ground i hate that and i don't know if any of that is true like the mothman (laughs) the mothman i want to know what they look like man i know they're here i just want to see them yeah i want to see their form yeah did you see arrival yes I i thought arrival was like a good representation of how Extraterrestrial contact could go down. Uh, I yeah, it really li- frames it in like a scientific. Yeah, and I like the I, I like they took it like uh, a different direction, but like uh, they were more they went with a different conception of like what an alien could be. Yeah, and like what language could be. Right. Um, and on that note, Avery, it's time for the criminal cop of the week. The criminal cop of the week. Wee wee wee! All right, pull over. Wait, what? I'm a cop. Yeah, we know. Huh? I'm going to jail on Christmas. <laughs> clunk clunk. I like it. Uh, I like it. A former, <laughs> a former Salem, Oregon police officer who was facing burglary, theft, and meth charges Witch-hanging. was arrested Tuesday in Florida. 
by U.S. Marshals. After searching for about a week, investigators found Seth Thayer's on the side of the road in Clearwater, Florida at about 1.30 p.m. Clearwater. He had been, he had been staying at various Florida. hotels yeah. in the Fuck. Tampa Bay area. Thayer's is being held in Pinellas County Jail and will be taken to Oregon in a few weeks. Thayer's worked as a patrol officer with the Salem Police Department since 2014. He was placed on administrative leave on October 9th and was awaiting the outcome of a fitness for duty evaluation. He was arrested February 6th along with alleged accomplice James Cardenas while off duty in Portland after he was allegedly caught with methamphetamine and stolen computer equipment worth $30,000. Uh, he resigned from the, po- of the, from the police department following his arrest. He was charged with an additional 17 counts of computer theft and meth possession uh, in <laughs> Multnomah County. What move to steal computers? <laughs> yeah. uh, on March 26th, Thayer's pled guilty to two counts of first-degree theft in Clackamas County after selling stolen property from a software company and a youth crisis nonprofit. He was sentenced Holy to 18 shit. months probation and 20 days in jail. Okay, so yeah. What a loser in that jail. Yeah. Were you in for? I stole some computer equipment, but it was really expensive. It's like, that guy is <laughs> I like needed a, it for my mess. That guy is like a computer equipment thief who like took time off to be a cop for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would make this easier? If I was a cop. <laughs> who are you reselling? I think that's what like, most, sure we'll have you. That's what most pieces of shit think. They're like, <laughs> you know what? I could continue just beating people up, doing drugs, stealing. <laughs> if I was just a cop, it would be so much easier yeah i just feel like yeah what's the i feel like there's just not a lot of value in stealing because only like people who buy computer equipment aren't buying it off the black market from the dude who does meth (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's not like that's where you get the primo (laughs) computer equipments yeah that's how you get on the dark web is you have to buy stolen computer that's how you do it that's how you get okay you once it once the computer equipment has been stolen it becomes it becomes it receives the black power and it becomes a part of the dark web and you can connect to the CPU's got the black yeah. power. This got the black web power. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little label they put on there. <laughs> yeah, this guy's not going to like discount electronics to try to like hawk his shit. Uh, I'm sure he's got some <laughs> sort of connections. He's going yeah, to Clearwater, Florida. Yeah. He's going yeah. to Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> yeah, Clearwater, Florida. Uh, Have you, you know been? No, but you know well, what's in Clearwater. Place. I've been. It is a horrible place. Yeah, you know what's in Clearwater? Uh. Headquarters of Scientology. Hulk Hogan has a store oh. there too. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the Hogan store. That's where that is in Florida? It's in Florida. Whoa. Yeah. That's or, nuts. What, or, that's I random. don't know. Uh, it's either the headquarters or the gold base, which I think is kind of Yeah, because I thought the headquarters were in L.A. at that blue building. I don't know if those are headquarters. I think this is, that's the celebrity That's just the really center. famous that's you gotta the celebrity make center. Heist. That's you got to steal that gold. The celebrity You got to steal that gold. Let's start that now. I got to reread yeah. that book. All right. <laughs> uh, that is about... Uh, everything for uh, I'm 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 gonna redo that because that was yeah. a real bu- that was a real bummer. Uh, <laughs> on Christmas, on Christmas, uh, on Christmas. It's been a fun show. It has uh, been fun. We gotta wrap it up with some Christmas wishes. Yeah, we do. Justin, do you have any Christmas wishes you'd like yeah, to man, take? I'm, I'm a Knicks fan. With? I really would love to see the Knicks be a serviceable basketball team, like a real NBA team next year. That's what I hope for. I hope that for you, too. Thank you. Spurs <laughs> fan treated you like a yeah. child. <laughs> Me, too, bud. Are the Knicks, like, average or bad right now? We're, I'm like, not... you know, we're not. A, it's not good times. Oh, no. Yeah. But Damn. fortunately, it's only been for the last, you know, 20 years yeah. or so. Damn. so. I mean, yeah. Like, since oh. Patrick Ewing left. Oh, God. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. 99 is our last good season. 
Damn. Is that how long it's been since yeah. he was around? 99, man. Pat, I feel like, like he was old then. I feel like he was old when he, he was, was young. He was old then. He had like a really bad ankle injury. Then he just he went to play for the Sonics and the Magic, and then he was done. Patrick Ewing never looked young, though. He always like had the, yeah. fa- had the face of like a uh, 40-year-old dad who's very annoyed at his children. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's kind of just a random dude that existed in the NBA. <laughs> He was on Space Jam. He was one of the Space Jam. He was uh-huh. in Space Jam. He was in Space Jam. And the Dream Team. He was on the Dream Team. Yeah, but uh, Space Jam is a little more prestigious. Prestigious? The Dream Team. <laughs> <laughs> there were only five of them. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's, that's rare. That's rare right there. What's your wish, Adam? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna bump this wish because uh, Nicole and I have been talking about it. Uh, I want to go on a roller coaster this summer. Dude, me too. <laughs> That's my wish. Dang, let's uh, let's, let's plan go. a trip to the Six Flags. That's very specific. When's the last time you were on a roller coaster? Uh, and what happened? Thirteen. What happened? What do you, uh, do you have just, a blast? It's just been That's an fun. absence. There's just oh, been an absence. Been, I haven't had. I just haven't gone to one. Yeah, I haven't been to a theme park yeah. in a long time. Yeah, I went on a roller coaster in 2013. I've and it was fun as hell. I've been literally hounding people around me to go and like looking up prices and shit. Yeah, like let's do it. Yeah. I've got the prices for Six Flags. I've got uh, the prices yeah. for Schlitterbahn. Do it, group, baby. Yeah, get group the Group pricing. Get the, all that shit. I've done the research, guys. Let's go on the I Master was, Blaster, boys. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do you think you can handle a roller coaster? You think like you know like you think you're more scared now than you were when you were No, young? I love roller coasters. You think it's you're like still crack, game? dude. Oh yeah. I'm it's not, like crack ne- cocaine to me. Really? Yeah, I like I'm literally the last time I was at Six Flags, I rode the Superman Krypton coaster like fifteen times in hell one yeah. day. I've been I would on a just I literally and... spent maybe a couple hours just getting off and getting back on. Uh when I went to the Six Flags the one in Dallas, I was a real big fan of the Superman ride that just uh-huh. shot you up and down. That I love so that one. Fun. That one's great. God, that's so cool. I think I'm more scared of roller coasters now than when I was a kid. I haven't been on roller yeah. coasters for like I was 15 years. I was scared when I was little, and then I once was really I scared when I was little. Once I figured out that they were really fun, I was like hooked. Yeah. 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 Once you realize that nothing bad will happen, yeah. except for the few times you yeah, die. Yeah, I don't. I don't go like <laughs> on like. You die. There's always that once. There's always like a tale about the person yeah. who died. That's also yeah, like, just yeah. a tale for your hometown. Yeah, yeah, and I've had some like close calls once. Like I had like a little thing uh, like pop up, and it wasn't completely set in. Yeah. Oh um, no. Like the pullover, like the little you, you know, and I fucking shoved it down and it like locked into place like Damn. as we were climbing so you saved your own life yeah like yeah. as we were you climbing were up i realized it was story. loose and i was like what the fuck and like my sister was like mine's not loose mine's not loose there would have been a policy we, like named after you yeah <laughs> the and Avery then we rule. just like i just like pulled it r- as hard as i could close to me and it locked into place that is scary yeah, yeah. and we were like going and we were going click 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 oh, like fuck, we were about yeah. to go because you could have been along for the ride uh-huh. like you know silent suffering yeah no, I was like moving around, and I just realized that it wasn't it wasn't locked in. I was in Florida, and I had an Uber driver, and she, we were just talking, and she was like, "I'm trying to lose weight this summer." And I was like, "Why?" She's like, "I want to ride a roller coaster." Oh. <laughs> and I was like, "Man, that's adorable. That's oh. a, that's a commercial right there." <laughs> well, my Christmas wish was that she got to do it. I hope oh, she did too, nice. man. Yeah. I hope she did too. She was sweet. She had a Kia Soul. Oh, and, and a, a sweet soul. and a sweet soul. and a sweet soul. Well, All Justin, right. thanks, uh, thanks for coming yeah, out. Yeah, this is any, awesome. Uh, you where can people me. find you? Do you have any uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, I have me and Danny Goodwin, good comic. We have a great comic. We have a we have a show at Shed Barbershop every third Friday of the month. Come out and see us. We'll be back next Very month. Fun. Good show. Very, Very fun good show. show. And uh, that's about it right now. Uh, what's your Twitter? My Twitter is uh, at. It's like. Uh, 
Econom Hicks. Not Ep- Econom X, but Econom Hicks. Like your last name. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I have fun with it. It makes sense. It makes sense. People, people hate it or they hate it. So it's, <laughs> it's good. Um, you can find us, uh, find episodes of our podcast anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Absolutely. Uh, you can uh, find us on Twitter at The Christmas Pod. Uh, you can email us at uh, thechristmaspod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Give us uh, shouts. Yeah. Have you guys gotten emails? Yep. We've gotten a couple of emails, yeah. How just weird a are they? Are they weird? They're not that weird, actually. They're less weird than They're I, just far I was and actually kind of disappointed in their non weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want a couple of weird fans. Uh, yeah. That's, I, that's status. I think that's we status. have some weird fans. They're yeah. just not vocal about it. Yeah. <laughs> give, be more confident in your weirdness. Hey, Come on. weird yeah. fans, get out there. Uh, Please. It, <laughs> not too weird, but get out there. Is it, it's because we have the podcast where we just like read random people's advice questions and we're like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm on Twitter at Arabic, A-H-R-A-B-A-K. And I'm there uh, at Avery Read More. It's just my name. It's much better. I should have just done that. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening. This has been uh, Avery and Adam's Christmas Committee. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Jing, jing, jingling, jing, jing, jing. Smoke that Yule log. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. International. International.